0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Kate Hamilton Health Podcast. I am your host Kate Hamilton and this week we are going to dive into the topic of rest and recovery. So most people think that when it comes to hitting their goals like their fitness goals, their weight loss goals, that they need to be going, going, going all the time. So that is just not true. The truth is Your rest and recovery is not only as important, it's actually more important than your training. And the reason is that I've lots of reasons, which I will get into now in a minute. But before we do that, I just want you to visualize your lifestyle as a pyramid. Okay. so at at the very bottom, the base of the pyramid, the foundations of your healthy lifestyle has to be your rest and recovery. Um, again, I'll be going through exactly what rest and recovery should be in uh, throughout this episode, but for now, just think about this pyramid, rest and recovery at the bottom of that pyramid. Then sitting on top of that, we have nutrition. So good nutrition being the next most important thing. On top of that, we have our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, our NEAT. So our everyday movement, so getting our walks in, our steps and just general movement throughout the day. Um, On top of that then is our training. And then on top of our training at the very little top peak of the pyramid, we have our supplements. Okay, so a lot of people think that training and supplements are the most important thing. and they, They focus on this top part of the pyramid when the truth is there's absolutely no point in focusing on your training and your supplements, if you haven't got the basics in place, if you haven't got your um, rest, your recovery, your nutrition and your general movement sorted, then the others aren't going to make that much of a difference, okay? So just to keep that in mind as we discuss uh, further in the podcast. Okay, so the reason That your rest and recovery is as important as I'm I'm saying it is, is because without adequate rest, your muscles can't repair, grow or strengthen. So therefore, you're actually leaving yourself at a much higher risk of injury. Okay. You won't be able to give your workouts 100%. If you're not rested well, you won't actually benefit as much from your training because you won't actually be able to, when you're in the gym, give your workouts 100%. Um so brain fog and mental fatigue, which comes with not getting enough sleep, for example, um, is, and stress, OK, is going to just leave you with um, a negative mindset and everything's just going to feel that little bit harder when it doesn't actually have to. OK, um, and when you're exhausted or burned out, the obvious thing here, you're going to you're going to crave sugary processed foods and healthy fo- healthy Food choices are not actually going to seem as important. So, definitely something to keep in mind. So, when I say recovery, what is it that I actually mean? Okay, I've broken it down into five categories and I'll go through them all now. Okay, so number one rest days. Okay, so rest days, first of all, let me be clear, don't mean duvet days rest days are rest days from your training okay so depending on what type of training you're doing if you're strength training in the gym then your rest days are the days where you're not strength training in the gym if you're training for a marathon or you're training for a mini marathon and um, your rest days are your days where you take a break from running okay so obviously it's all it depends on the context okay but it doesn't mean a duvet day so a rest day doesn't mean oh I can't move around at all I'm resting so It's the concept of active recovery. Okay, so I would recommend that you train three to four days a week. So any of my clients, I would have them strength training three to four days a week. And then the other days would be rest days. But you never need to take a rest day from walking. Okay, and I know some of my clients hate hearing this and they feel victimized when I say this, but you don't need a rest day from walking, walk every day. Uh, So a day where you're not in the gym, you're not training, but you go for a walk is a rest day. So, obviously, unless you're sick or something or injured, that's different. Um, Okay, so that's number one rest days. They need to be scheduled in. Number two is sleep. Okay, sleep should actually be number one, really, but I have it listed here as number two, so we'll go with it. So, ideally, an adult should be getting between seven to nine hours sleep each night. Now, I know some people, particularly people who don't have kids, have no problem hitting those numbers, um, but I know that it's a real struggle for a lot of people, a lot of clients that I work with, particularly anyone who have small kids at home. So I know that sleep is not something that you have full control of at the minute. Um, so I don't want you to focus on it and get stressed about it either, but just to manage as much as you can with your sleep so like you can set up a good sleep routine give yourself a bedtime that you once your kids are asleep and you've all your bits done you've had your little unwind time that you go to you set a bedtime regardless of what time anyone's going to wake at in the middle of the night or in the morning that try and get as close as you can to that same time every night so reduce restrict reduce distractions at bedtime so stop don't have don't be on your phone in your bedroom so avoid screens if you can in your bedroom fair enough downstairs or whatever but then when you go up to bed read a book before you go to sleep to help you feel tired um, and try a little meditation before you go to sleep um, you can get a little guided ones online and just try and unwind and go to sleep because the actual light of your phone tricks your body into thinking it's not tired or into thinking that it's actually still daytime and um you'll find it harder to get to sleep so minimizing these things that are in your control sorry yeah like optimizing these things that are in your control so that you can minimize and um, the stress around sleep is so important. So then obviously if you've got babies or toddlers or even small kids that aren't sleeping that's out of your control there's no point in getting stressed and thinking oh I wish they'd sleep obviously I wish they'd sleep but at the minute if that's your reality then we just have to work with it. So if you're in a position to nap when your baby or toddler naps during the day Get those naps in if you can, because it all counts. It doesn't have to be sleep in a row. You know, we can clock it up a little bit. And then obviously, if you've got other kids and that's not an option or you're working and that's not an option, then see if you can bank a bit of sleep at the weekend. And I know us Irish mothers, we're just such martyrs when it comes to this. It's like we can't lie in on a Sunday morning because we can hear the husband and the kids downstairs and we're like, oh, no, like, oh, what's he feeding the mother? that. Like, you know, let go of the control let them off to look after them or whoever's looking after your kids and have a little switch off time and try and get some sleep. Thank it because you need it for the week ahead. Okay. So that would be my advice on sleep when it's not within your control. If it's within your control, get those good, healthy uh, sleep habits in place and start aiming for seven hours and you can build from there. Um, Okay. So number three, hydration. So I like to categorize hydration in the recovery category because I think it's a great way to cleanse your body and help you feel refreshed which is kind of what the lights of sleep and rest do also so you're aiming here for two liters of water a day and um, I know a lot of people struggle with that and um, but there's lots of little ways around this. So for example, if I'm at home for the day, I will always try and have a pint glass of water on the counter. So I will, I make a conscious effort when I get up in the morning before I have my breakfast, what I'll do is drink a pint of water before I eat anything else. And I just find that it kind of, it it cleanses me in the morning. Um, Any dehydration that I might be suffering from is gone and I've started the day right before I have any food. And it really, really works. Plus, then I've got, I've just got 500 mils of my um, two liters into me, which is great. So um, that's one thing I do. And then I just try and refill uh, as the day goes on. Don't try and drink two liters of water all at one go because it's really not good for your body. Your body needs time to actually absorb it. Um, So, you know, a pint at a time is fine. But again, you know, don't be knocking it back. Just you know, drink it at a normal pace. (laughs) Um, And... It's a habit that actually builds um, when it comes to if you're out and about just carrying a water bottle with you. If you want to carry a big two liter and be like, that's what I what I drink throughout the day. And when it's gone, it's gone. Great. Or else if you've got the smaller bottles, that need, do they need to be filled twice or four times, depending on the size throughout the day? And um, but just to try and, and aim for that, because realistically, if the weather's hot, if you're training, depending on what you're training is, you actually probably need more than two liters. But um, let's aim for the two liters and just get as close as you can. If now I've had this issue with some clients, if. You are you absolutely hate water that you genuinely you've tried, you've tried to put these habits in place and you just cannot do it for whatever reason. And I have come across people who are like that. What I would suggest is I would prefer you to drink two liters of water with a little bit of my wadi in it than not drink two liters of water at all. But the thing is. It's definitely better to get the water into, and it it is a habit, and um, it's it's. Just better for for actually cleansing the system rather than you know obviously there's an, you're only putting a tiny bit of my body in but it's still it's putting something else into your system with it so but definitely I prefer that than no liquids at all and believe me tea and coffee definitely don't count because the the caffeine is going to dehydrate you and alcohol as well is going to dehydrate you so something to think about particularly if you were drinking the night before you might need an extra bit of water then that day or if you're drinking that night try to get some water in throughout the night as you're drinking not to be like a buzzkill but it will make a huge difference the following day and yeah so that is hydration and I think it's all I have to say on that my little notes here as usual um okay number four muscle recovery okay so muscle recovery is particularly important if you're strength training because the problem is um that the stronger you get the less mobile you're going to get so um I I was taught by someone very smart recently to think about, you know, strength and mobility as a seesaw. So as your strength increases, your mobility starts to get worse unless you actively work on it. Okay, so this is why stretching after your workouts is so, so important. It doesn't have to be fancy stretches, the usual ones that you would have learned in PE, you know, stretching out your quads, your hamstrings, your arms, your shoulders, the usual ones, or doing a more yoga style stretch um, is also fantastic. But just getting into a habit of spending five minutes at least at the end of every workout, getting a good stretch. Um, You don't need to stretch before your workouts. your warm-ups should be more dynamic movement getting the body moving and the joints and the muscles warm rather than stretching them out the stretching is better after the workout once you're warm after the workout so basically um afterwards yes so um other forms of muscle recovery so massage so anyone who has been thinking of treating themselves or couldn't even dream of treating themselves to a massage it's not only just fantastic for your mind and relaxation it's actually so so good for your muscles for your circulation everything so it's it's definitely something to think about scheduling in once a month once every couple of months if you're in a position to do so um you don't even need to go for a full like you can get a full on sports massage if you want and get really deep get deep tissue and get all those knots out but even going for a relaxing massage with a little bit of pressure is going to make a huge difference to um to not doing it at all really so um other after then another thing that you can do for muscle recovery is epsom salts baths so i love this so again for the mind and for the body so getting into the bath like so i literally say to dave i'm going upstairs I'm getting into the bath I am locking the door I'm putting on a podcast do not let the kids come near me now usually someone ends up knocking on the door or we have one of those you know those locks in our um locks on our doors where you can actually twist them from the outside. It's like a little kind of nut on the outside that you can kind of twist. So what Kai does is if he wants to get into me, he twists it from the outside. and I can just see the lock turning and then suddenly he's in with me. But I do try and get there on my own and, you know, light a candle and put some Epsom salts in the bath, put on a nice podcast. I like to listen to like the Oprah podcast or something like that when I'm in the bath because, you know, it's all like spirituality and relaxation and, you know, um, self-worth and well-being and it's just it's lovely with a nice epsom salt bath and you can even take a little glass of wine to the bath with you as well and um, if you want and and um, just relax and you get epsom salts anywhere but I love 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 the epsom salts and they have matching candles from um, the creative collection by creative hands which um, is a local business um, a local small business from greystones but you can actually check them out online and um, so creative i think but if you go to even to the creative hands website creativehands.ie and um, there's a link to it there but they have these gorgeous Epsom salts that smell absolutely divine. They've like different like different flavours. Flavors the flavors, right word. Uh, scent, you know, like lavender, like lemongrass and ginger. There's loads of different I can't even lime is another one I think. Oh so many lovely ones. I love the lemongrass and ginger. So like put that into the bath and like just smells so good. And just it actually smells like relaxation. And I put it with the candle and it's absolutely divine. But it actually the Epsom salts really do get in at the muscles and help with recovery as well. So in that sense, good for the mind, good for the body. Foam rolling. So some of you are probably like, what the fuck is foam rolling? If you don't know, you're so lucky because you're about to find out. Google it. OK, so foam rollers are these um, cylinder things you'll see in the gym. And um, they most gyms usually have them. Um, and what you do is you put them in underneath your muscles and you roll your body on them to roll out any knots in the muscles so it's kind of like a sports massage but you're giving it to yourself it's torturous and a lot of people do it after workouts instead of stretching because it's way 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 more effective than stretching so um it just gets right in there and um, so if you if you feel you're particularly tight getting on a foam roller and rolling out is a is a great way to to release um, any tension, any kind of tightness, any poor mobility. Um, Googling it, you'll get loads of ideas. There, foam rollers are really cheap. You can get them in Aldi all the time, and it's something that can be done in front of the TV or can be done after a workout. Um, I would re- I love the app Go what? So G O W A W O D. Sorry, G O W O D. Go what? um and like there's a free version and there's uh like a a pay version but even if you pay it i don't think it's that much per month but it it gives you basically you can test your mobility and it tells you where you're tight and what you need to work on and um gives you like a mobility routine that you can do and it will give you foam rolling activities it'll give you stretching activities but you don't if you don't go with the paid version you can actually just Pick the body part that you want to stretch or roll out and it will give you the different activities and it has a little timer and stuff. So it's a fantastic way to kind of get your stretch and your rolling on and um, without having to give it too much thought. So definitely one to check out there. Um foam rolling. Oh yeah, sorry, like heat. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Heat is another great way to get at muscles, particularly if they're sore. So Another excuse for a spa day, maybe you'll tie it in with your massage, but getting into a sauna or a steam room is a fantastic way to just get the muscles warm. And then afterwards, doing a lovely stretch when you get out because the muscles are warm um, and it'll just be easier to, to loosen things up. And um, Again, another one that's really good for your head. You see how this is all tying in as well as physical recovery. We're talking mental recovery also at the same time. So um That is heat. Okay, stretching we've talked about. And last one cold water therapy. So, cold water is another fantastic way to do it. Now, I know as I'm recording this, it's August, so it's still a nice time to get into the sea. But I know when we're heading into the winter, that might be a deal breaker for some people. But if you're into sea dipping or you're open to sea dipping, you don't even have to swim, just getting in for a dip or if you're near a lake that's safe to to dip in, that it is a fantastic way, particularly after a workout. I can think of like numerous times where we've, done pretty hard workouts a group of us and then we all head down and just hop straight into the sea while you're still roasting hot and it's just the most amazing recovery like again so good for the mind but really really good for the muscles also um but obviously if you're sea dipping you need to make sure it's safe don't like don't go in if it's rough don't go in if you're not sure if, it, if it's safe to swim there just if it's a and make obviously don't go in alone if there's no one around you you need to be safe when it comes to the sea and lakes and rivers and all that so But definitely, if it's an option, definitely a fantastic option all around. And it's just amazing it's actually quite addictive. Like you'll feel absolutely amazing after it. Okay. And the last one then is number five, that is mindfulness. So I know it's such a buzzword at the minute and it's such a cliche, but mindfulness is so important i can't i actually cannot explain how important it is but um, before i get into it let's just go through what mindfulness means Well, what it means to me i'm not an expert on mindfulness i'm still learning it's a big part of my life now i intend to learn more but the way i implement it in my life and what i recommend for my clients is basically that mindfulness is being in the present moment okay so that means a lot of different things for different people so mindfulness can actually be a workout but in this instance we're not talking about workouts because we're resting and we're recovering but in general um mindfulness yeah that being in a workout one of the reasons why you will feel so good after a workout is because you're fully in the present moment you can't think about anything else except what you're doing particularly if it's a tough workout and that's why you one of the reasons why you feel so good afterwards so it's that concept but we're going to take the workout part out of it and talk about other options for being mindful also so As I said, mindfulness is being in the present moment, okay? It's getting out of your thoughts, that chattering mind that's constantly, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, oh, why did I do this, oh, when did that happen, oh, like, I wish things had gone this way, I wish I was this, I wish I was that, I can't wait for this, I can't wait for that. If you actually stop for a minute and just observe your mind, it's actually scary how much chattering that goes on without your control. And what mindfulness is, is first of all, Just becoming aware of these thoughts. Some people probably have never stopped and really thought about it. But being aware of these constant thoughts and learning to let them go. Now, that's a lot easier said than done. So there's lots of different strategies that people use to do that. And the reason why we want to let go of those thoughts for a little while, and it's not forever, But we let go of these thoughts a little while to give our mind that rest and recovery that it needs it's also going to tie in and help us sleep better which is going to help with our physical recovery so it is one of the most important factors in living a healthy lifestyle but it doesn't you do not have to be sitting there sitting through or going through a yoga class or a long meditation or anything like that to actually Um, Experience mindfulness, although they are fantastic ways of being mindful, it's not the only option, especially if you're a beginner, it's not the way to go, it might not be the way to go for you. But it is a case of let's of making conscious effort to be in the present moment. So, ways that you can do this is going for a walk. Okay, it's one is one way. A mindful walk is fantastic when I am doing a mindful walk sorry, anytime I go for a walk, I go if I manage to get on my own, which is rare, um it will always be a mindful walk. I if I was running, I'd I'd put have headphones on so and I, you know have high energy music on so that I could get a good run in. But when I'm walking I don't wear headphones because what happens is when you've got headphones on is you go into your thoughts, you go into your memories, you go into whatever the music reminds you of or you know it calms you and then suddenly you start thinking of something else. Um go for a walk without the headphones on and use your five senses what can you see what can you hear what can you touch what can you smell maybe not can you what can you taste but you know if you're having an ice cream along the way or you know whatever and maybe if you're down by the sea you can actually taste the salt on your lips who knows but actually using your five senses to bring yourself into the present moment now your thought your mind will run ahead of itself and you will start thinking things so it's not about beating yourself up and be like, oh, I failed. Oh, I'm after starting I'm thinking. And like obviously you're gonna be thinking you're human. But it's been like, okay, oh, okay, mine's racing again, bringing it back. Oh, look at those leaves. They feel nice. You know, and like I I sometimes walking down sea road and feel I look like a crazy person, but it really it actually really, really centers me and it really, really anchors me. And I walk down, I sit down at the sea and I touch this. I sit down on the stones and I will often go put my feet into the sea so that I can feel the cold water on my feet. Um, I wouldn't swim down there. I I would be nervous swimming down there by myself. Um, that's not particularly safe in my opinion. But So I don't swim there by myself or anything. But I do like to paddle my feet if it's not rough. And just breathing in the fresh air, looking. Just, and it's funny when I sit on that beach and it would literally just be five minutes and suddenly I notice things that I've never noticed before. Like, you know, the patterns in the sky or the birds flying by or just the, all this kind of nature that's going on around us that we're too busy in our own little chattering minds that we actually never notice and um, which is kind of scary so a simple walk like if you're not someone who can sit still go for a walk and just start taking in your surroundings um or you know the weekends going on hikes just getting out in nature nature is just a fantastic way to center you make put everything in perspective and get you into the present moment a little bit um, another thing then you can do is, as we talked about, C-dips, see another reason why C-dip is great because it is a form of mindfulness. You're getting into that cold water. You're not going to be thinking about anything else except breathing through that cold water. And when then when you do get in and the sense of achievement and you're so focused on what you're doing and you feel absolutely fantastic afterwards, because you've been a hundred percent in the in the present moment the whole time, so you feel like a child again. Because think about children when they're running and they're playing and they're 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 so free. Think about a child on their summer holidays out playing with their friends on the green, and they're so uninhibited. They're so free because all they're they haven't a care in the world. They're literally in the present moment, being their true selves. And as adults, we've lost it. We we've lost it all together, and it's just so important to start making little windows in our week to or even in every day if we can to get a little bit of that back so we can bring ourselves back to our true selves it's just so important for our mental health and then our sleep and then our physical health and um, listening to music can be like you know while you're doing jobs can be a great way to kind of center you but again music can be a way personally i can find music as a way to bring me into my thoughts and my daydreams rather than in the present moment. Um, and just you know generally being alone like especially if you're a mum in a busy house and um, you might not get that many chances to be alone so being alone and actually just fully just enjoying the moment of being alone and not getting caught up in in thoughts and worries and stresses and stuff like that and use it well and um, and then obviously meditation like meditation is a huge um meditation is just a fantastic way fantastic practice to get into your everyday life and it doesn't have to be airy fairy like it's so simple meditation is literally mindfulness but like deliberate mindfulness if you know what I mean so um meditation if you want if you're interested in starting doing a little bit of meditation I would highly recommend the um headspace app OK, so there's another app called Calm as well. I don't personally use it, not for not for any reason. I've heard it's really good, but just um I have used the Headspace app. Now, it is kind of a monthly subscription, but I think they might give you like a couple of weeks free to try it out. um And the, the meditations are anything from three minutes to 10 minutes. So you can literally start with it through, and it just teaches you to focus on your breath, breathing in breathing out taking three minutes you could do it first thing in the morning to calm yourself or last thing at night or whenever whenever suits you best um and it just it guides you through it and teaches you that just that little bit of switch off time which is fantastic um, another great tool is i love the brave way um meditation course by Sinead Hegarty so if you check Sinead Hegarty out on just if you google her she, I'm sure she has a website but on Instagram or whatever she has a 20 21 day or 28 day I'm not sure 21 day meditation course called the Brave Way. but it, they're fabulous and um, guided meditations but they also kind of do this kind of connect with yourself work you know and like you connect with your inner child and you you know practice gratitude in one of them and um of it, like, you know, or goal setting, all that, like manifesting your dreams, all this kind of stuff. But it's in a really, really nice, non annoying way, if that makes sense. And um, I, I bought it now, I think it might be 38, 39 euro or something like that. But you have it forever. And I've actually, I think I'm on my third round of it now. And I like to do them before I go to sleep and they're lovely so that's definitely another one that i'd recommend but even if you don't want to pay for any type of meditation app you can get loads on youtube guided meditations i just i can't recommend you like i don't know what you're going to get with that but um there's definitely loads out there and just to play around with it a little bit but even just lying down it actually you don't need to be lying down if you're sitting in traffic and you're stuck yeah you're stuck in traffic and you're in the car by yourself practice some mindfulness there practice meditation there there Breathe in for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, concentrate on your breath, breathing in and breathing out, doing five seconds in, five seconds out, looking around you, seeing what's what's around you and um, just bringing yourself into that present moment. And I promise you, you'll never be bored again, because if you're sitting in a waiting room or anything like that, use it as a time to do a little meditation, just all you need to do is focus on your breath and that is the meditation but it's taking you out of your thoughts without you even realizing because you're so busy focusing on the counting in and the counting out this stuff gets easier the more you practice it it's not something that's going to be particularly easy especially if you're a very busy-minded person but it's definitely something to just take the first step with and it makes a huge difference um in the long term definitely like it's basically changed my life. I kind of never really even gave any self-reflection until recent years, until I started actually connecting with myself a little bit. I've just been chasing myself for years without even realizing it and just thought that was normal. Um, so highly, highly recommend it. And sometimes mindfulness is actually just spending time with loved ones, being present, don't, not being on your phone, and actually sitting down, having a glass of wine, having a conversation, having a cup of tea, whatever it is, with someone you love. And li- really listening to them and really connecting with them is a fantastic form of mindfulness also. It's really, really, really good for the soul. So, um, yeah, that's basically, though, they're the five uh, main pillars of um, rest and recovery that are so important. And until you get those in place, nothing else is going to fit right and it's going to make make working towards your goals just that little bit harder and and i know as irish moms a lot of us we we have this guilt where like oh we're being selfish if we're taking care of ourselves but taking care of yourself is not selfish and like it's the opposite of selfish it is vital we cannot look after other people if we're literally dragging ourselves around okay so when you're taking time for self-care for rest for recovery you are actually looking after your family and your loved ones as well as yourself because you can't give from an empty cup basically not to sound cliche but it's true so please start prioritizing yourselves make sure you're getting that switch off time because you're not made of steel batteries will run out so you need 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 to recharge um yeah so i think that's kind of all i have to say on that topic and if you would like to start your own journey of self-care my nutrition and lifestyle program nourish move and shine i take people on every six weeks so the next intake is the 29th of august so that's monday week and um, i will be capping the numbers for um, because I want to give people the best and um, service and attention, so um, the numbers will be capped, but there are some spaces left. So if you would like to sign up um, to Nourish, Move and Shine starting on the 29th of August, you can contact me. Um, by email katehamiltonhealth at gmail.com or you can connect with me on instagram on tiktok or on facebook at kate hamilton health so and um, thank you so much for listening and i hope you got some value in that and as always if you liked it please do share it with your friends your loved ones and um, share it on your stories and and um, tag me um, and i will talk to you all next week thank you so much